Well, it appears that there is uh, some places where uh, people are still leaving their jobs in droves. Others where the great resignation has definitely slowed down. We're joined by national correspondent Aaron Rial, where we'll talk about this market update and, and where the jobs are going and where they're coming from. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning to you. Yes, so workers voluntarily left their jobs 4.2 million times each month on average in 2022. That's up 20% from 2019 before the pandemic. But it depends on where you were, where you left. So in much of the West and South, people quit their jobs at much higher rates than the average late last year. This is all according to data from the Labor Department. Meanwhile, folks in the Northeast, places like New York, Massachusetts, they were much more reluctant to turn in their resignation. And, and this has, much like everything else in the world today, a lot to do with the pandemic. So states with the highest level of quitting were also the states with the economies that recovered the quickest from the pandemic. And, and many of them, they had relatively few restrictions on business activity in 2020, and that really benefited them in terms of population growth. And really what it has to do with, you know, if you have a lot of jobs available to you, you're more likely to quit. But I'll, I'll mention for you guys in Colorado, the total number of resignations in December, it grew 26% from a year earlier. And then neighboring states, Utah, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, they, they had rates that were elevated as well in terms of quick, quick quitting and, and finding other employment. Interesting. Okay, well, uh, still a lot of research uh, that's going to be going into this for decades to come into the, you know, socioeconomic impacts of the pandemic and, and how we work has been one of them when you have such pushback against uh, employers uh, demanding a return from uh, remote work to more office settings. Um, you've also been reporting, Aaron, and I have to ask about this one uh, on an issue of the question, are my kids spoiled? I know this one <laughs> is concerning because I have two young kids and I, I was like, I got to I got to do a deep dive on this one. So it says, you know, you, parents, we hate to see our kids unhappy. Everyone knows that. And, and giving in is sometimes it feels a lot easier than just saying no. But apparently saying no is imperative. It's important. And, and child psychologists, they, they've seen spoiled kids. They grow up to, to be overindulgent, selfish, unhappy. They're constantly dissatisfied adults. But if you say no and they learn to answer no, they learn that no is not the end of the world. It's just a no. Um, that ends up being a huge benefit. So are you raising a spoiled kid? I'm going to give you five quick indications that you might. Um, these scared me. But it, one, not taking no for an answer. Kids always expect to get what they want. Two, being more into receiving than giving. Three, demanding things immediately. Four, only thinking about themselves. And five, never satisfied with what they have. I was like, oh my goodness, why did they name a list of my character deficits? <laughs> it's actually really important that, that you, you combat these. But the good news is you can. You can turn it around. It, it's not the end of the world. So the quick tips for turning it around, say no and say no without guilt. You know, research shows that kids who are raised with structure and this less permissive parenting, they have higher self-worth and they actually feel, feel more empathy towards others. It's not a bad thing to say no. You have to, you have to praise the right things. You know, if they're, they're actually sharing their data, praise that. Don't praise like, oh, brush your teeth. Wow. Maybe when they're very little, but brushing your teeth, it's different. <laughs> it just should be done. Um, you have to boost gratitude, make sure that the kids feel happy when they see something that they have and they be grateful for a roof over their head or, you know, food on their plate. These things are really wonderful and not everyone has them. So if you can have them acknowledge them, that's a very good thing. And then this one is really important. 
stretch the waiting time. So research shows that being able to pause, wait, delay, it's highly correlated with future academic and financial success. So if you can try and stretch waiting time, that's the you know saying no, having a little patience. I get it. Patience is a virtue that is very difficult for most people, understandable, but it's really, really important. Um, point out insensitive actions when they see something bad. And finally, focus on giving, not getting. All of these things, it can turn around any damage that don't worry, we've all done it. Um, you know, you just can't take it anymore and you hand them the iPad and you're like, oh, I know I shouldn't have done that, but I have things to do. Don't worry, there's always a way back. Yeah, mm. no. I, I also have to ask, as the parent of, you know, some probably pretty littles, how early is too early to start with this? Never too early, oh, essentially. You know, creating gratitude um, is a good thing. Psychologists say that if you just kind of, it's habitual. So if you're doing it as an adult, even when they're infants, it can't hurt. You know, it, it just becomes more habitual for you. And, and these are all probably good things for everyone. You know, it, there's so much data that says if you can find gratitude and find peace within that, that you are happier. You know, if you can find patience and, and joy in the in the process, you are happier. So these aren't just for children. Um, I mean, listen, if you can set the baseline when they're young, there's no need to have to, you know, correct course later on, which is a nice thing. But there's always the ability to correct course anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, definitely something to uh, keep up with. But, uh, yeah, those struggles just of the daily parenting is hard enough, let alone. Uh, I know, right? To... I get it. I get yeah. it. I saw these as I go, brother. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I had to take the uh, toddler out birthday shopping last night for her mom. And definitely that whole uh, giving versus receiving was the topic du jour nonstop. Oh, that's good. Well, you did it, and you bought – that's actually a really good exercise. Yeah. I mean, you know, she still ended up, you know, forcing her way at least into one of those Starbucks cake pops at the uh, entrance to Target, but overall, small victories. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I know those cake pops. You're preaching to the choir. I'm like, thanks, sir. Yeah, I was like, you know what? It's fine. But... It's it's mommy's night to put her down. If she gets a little sugar high, you know, it's, it's not on you. <laughs> yep. I get it. Ah, perfect. Well, Aaron, we appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.